Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? We're ready for season two of Elon Daily. We're going to start it next week. Yep, we're going to start it next week. I'm back from my little trip away. I went to the Londons, uh, went to the Kenyas, had myself a good time and uh, we'll talk to you more about that in the coming days. But on Sunday, the boys and I are getting together to do a big show, a large show, a grand show, uh, a pretty enormous show. And no doubt we're going to be talking about um, Tesla's deliveries. That's right. Since uh, we last spoke a couple of weeks ago, the second quarter deliveries are out. 95,000, biggest quarter in history. Everything's going to be fine now. The haters and the shorters are going to stop hating and shorting because, you know, Tesla is going to be just so profitable from now on. The love is going to be huge, big and large. Well, of course, it's not like that. So although the news is good in this uh, quarter, can it be sustained? The Here in the United States, the federal tax credit is going to drop yet again, or now it has dropped yet again. I think it's about $1,800 from about $3,800. So that's going to go away. So who knows what's going to happen in the third quarter? I actually think the biggest issue for Model 3 sales going forward is as we get closer to Model Y, everybody's going to be sitting on Spilkus thinking, boy, maybe I should just hold off, hold off on Model Y, even though it's a year away, at least, at least a year away. Um, I think that there'll be a lot of people that'll be so excited about this form factor of something that's a little different than just a sedan. It's not quite sort of SUV. It's somewhere in between. That that is going to be their biggest problem going forward. But probably for next quarter, it's going to be fine. But I think in the last quarter of the year, without that federal tax credit and the stuff, I think that uh, we could expect yet again a slowdown. But the things that I like about it is that Tesla has shown that it can do and it can deliver and it is already improving this substantially. And so uh, I think those kind of logistic stuff are getting worked out every time that they knock it out of the park that is a ball. And this second half of the year is going to be really exciting to cover because there's a lot of new stuff that's coming. So we're going to be hearing, no doubt, more about the Model Y. We're going to be hearing about the pickup truck. And I'm getting increasingly excited about that pickup truck. And I'll tell you, look, I've never been a pickup person. Look, I did, in fact, grow up on a farm in the outback. And so we had pickup trucks and guns and all that stuff that you have in said situations. But I haven't, since I've been a city slicker, haven't, you know, thought about owning a truck, even though I do look at some of these trucks, these dual cab trucks. I'm like, that would be pretty cool to have that flatbed thing, but also have a dual cab. The reason I'm even thinking that maybe my next car will be a truck and not a Y is because if they really do put four or 500 miles range on that bad boy, and if it's a nice dual cab so that I can carry extra people around when I need to, and I can throw stuff in the back, and it's not too expensive, a lot of ends there, I wonder if that will be more useful for me ultimately than a Model Y. Uh, we have a Model 3, the wife has a Model X, and so a Model Y is kind of a tweener between those two, and, you know, maybe the pickup truck would be best of all. Particularly if I've got that huge amount of range, you know, I've got a son that's in Northern California, I could drive all the way up there, bypass the superchargers if things are busy, and not worry about it. So I'm actually thinking for the first time in my life, well, maybe, maybe if this truck is really great, that I could get it. Here's the other reason, because uh, my son and his friends and uh, even me like to do a little bit of camping, but I like to do the sort of camping I might be able to do in a pickup that's sort of like that Rivian, that uh, you have a lot of range, and then when you get there, you can sort of throw the tent on the back of the truck, and you can sort of cook for yourself because you can throw in some electric cooking materials, you know, the kind of camping that is basically for wimps. Yeah, that's my kind of camping. And uh, that actually makes me think, well, maybe I would actually do a little bit more of the national parking if I could have a vehicle like that 
which made, you know, it a lot less. I just, you know, I grew up in the outback. I did a lot of camping. I grew on a farm. Uh, I'm done with that. But if I could take my beautiful electric car and basically sleep in it or on it and uh, cook for myself in a way that is a little easier. I'm just saying, if we're still not quite and we aren't at that point where basically I could just sort of hire up the car that I want for that day, then for the next few years, a dual cab electric Tesla might actually be the most practical thing. There are certainly times at the studio and stuff where I do need to throw a fairly tremendous amount of crap in the back of a vehicle. So I could see myself actually rationalizing this idea that maybe that's what I should get. Give me four or 500 mile range, dual cab, all that utility. Um, there's a discussion, at least a discussion to be had. I've also been having the discussion in my head. There's going to be an S and X refresh this year. Uh, we've had sort of a battery refresh and a motor refresh so that they're getting significant more miles. Um, people have been doing reviews about these saying like it feels like it's more than just a little bit of extra range. This car seems like with 370 miles range on the S that it's like a whole new car that you can drive from San Francisco to LA without charging. So if they refresh the interior of that, if it's got uh, sort of like a Model 3 uh, slickness to it, if you've got even more improved uh, visuals outside the front of that car because you get rid of that binnacle display, it could really make the S and the X also really sort of new and interesting. And if, as we suspect, that they're going to have over 400 mile range, at least in the long range version of the S, that also brings it back into the discussion for me and I think a lot of people. Although it's a tremendously expensive car, at $100,000 and the Model 3 is about half of that. If you're giving you know lots of extra things like the fact that you're going to have a lot of room in that car, significantly more range than the current Model 3s and you know a refresh that just sort of makes it feel fresh and new, then I think it might suck a few people into like, uh, well, maybe I won't get the Model 3. I do love the Model 3. I've said this before. Of all of the S, X, and 3. I still like it the most. I like the fact that it's smaller, that it's uh, sort of zippy, that I can get in and out of spaces. I love the S, but it's a little bit too big of a car for me. It's too much of a car for me, says the guy who three seconds ago was saying, maybe I'm going to buy a truck. I know, I know there's substantial inconsistencies here. I guess all I'm saying is that there's a lot of exciting things happening here. And add to that, you know, we're going to get the unveil of the pickup truck, which I'm super excited about. And I hope to get to go, or at least what we'll do is we'll do uh, a live stream of it. We've also got V3, and increasingly we're seeing speeds from the V3, which are very impressive. And we've even seen some people get over the uh, theoretical 250 uh, kilowatt max, people getting over a thousand miles of range per hour of charge, and in 15 minutes adding almost 200 miles. So this is super exciting. And now add to all of this stuff that the semi's coming out, which, you know, is interesting, but not to most of us. We're not sort of commercial truckers, but I think it's a big deal just in terms of carbon footprint. But perhaps out of all of these things, the most interesting thing we're going to get to talk about in the coming sort of six months is Maxwell and the fact that uh, there could be a substantial improvement in Tesla batteries. All of the rumors on the street is that Tesla is trying to bring in battery production in-house that uh, there's been this sort of discussion about Panasonic and that's really been the bottleneck and with uh, the acquisition of Maxwell and the possibility that they could even maybe as much as 2x the energy density in their batteries depending if Maxwell's sort of roadmap is about right and reduce the amount of electrolyte and go to a more sort of solid state type of battery you could see Teslas that either have substantially smaller batteries with the same range therefore less price or you're going to see Teslas with significantly more range, or I'm hoping that you'll get the choice of both of those. So let's say you could get twice the amount of energy density. 
So then for your Model Y, you could say, well, I want the 300 mile range version or just you know, keep the battery pack the same size as what it would be today, like a 75 or an 80 or whatever it is, a 90 kilowatt hour battery and turn it into a 150 kilowatt hour battery. I'm happy to pay the extra and give me what would be about 500 miles or more of range. I think if they had that option, that would sell like hotcakes. And yes, I know that that is way more range than most people want, but having that option, at least for the fools like me, that just like the idea, the idea that they could have 500 mile range in their electric vehicle would be worth a substantial amount of cash, like 10 or 20 grand, I think for some of us that are quite foolish to have that range um, just would be really cool. So we'll see, maybe they'll just sort of reduce the battery pack size and therefore reduce the price of the car, which I think is also good. I want to talk a lot about that. Having gone to London, having been in Kenya, we really need to get the price of the lower end of these uh, Teslas and uh, EVs with good range down substantially so we can get into some of these markets. But having the option to do both, where's the downside? Yes, you want to get a low range, low range, 250 mile range uh, Model Y, cool. But you can also get a 500 mile range. Come on. Let it happen. You know that I'm obsessed with range, but also in the pickup truck, having that huge battery in there, having a really massive battery so you can drive a long way, but then so you can run your equipment, you can run your air conditioner, uh, you can plug in an electric stove and do all of this stuff. Having a, a huge battery in there, if Maxwell can pull it off, if Tesla can get this down, that is, a, I think, a fundamental game changer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I was going to talk for a minute. I've talked for 10. Uh, the show is Elon Daily. It's part of the Talking Tesla uh, podcast. I'm getting together with the boys on Sunday. Uh, we're going to do a big show then. We love our patrons. So uh, patrons, more stuff coming. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to do some substantial upgrades to the show in coming months. I'm newly inspired about what we're doing here, about what we're trying to achieve here, and just about how bad the climate crisis really is and what we can do to help. So I'm back and I'll talk to you next week. Herbert out. Thank you.